This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. In the studio now, I've got Christina Schumacher from Earth Diverse. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Gary. Thanks a lot for inviting me. So what you're um, here to tell us about today is Earth Diverse's foundation of a new language department. So would you like to tell us, um, give us a preview first of like what Earth Diverse is about and then um, and then you can tell us about the language division. Yeah, so Earth Diverse is a uh, an organization. It's Hamilton-based and uh, we've been been uh, operating for almost three years now but the last year is really when we this past year 2021 is we've had exponential growth and our focus is as our name says it on diversity cultural uh, diversity different languages different approaches to history philosophy um, Things that are not necessarily mainstream, technically uh, oriented, and more um, f- favoring thinking modes, alternative thinking modes, or alternative angles on things. So I suppose the reason why Earth Diverse has um, sort of really picked up in the last year or so, when a lot of other businesses and organizations have been having trouble, um, is because people are having more time to think and to question. That is a nice way to look at it. I guess that definitely plays a role. And it's also from, you know, just word of mouth. People hear of all these unbelievably interesting courses and just enroll. In the language department, we've been, uh, again, the same happened with our department. It just grew so much because we added so many more languages. And we have uh, non-mainstream languages such as Tamil, Thai, but and, and Urdu and Hindi. I teach Brazilian Portuguese. Um, there, there's Hebrew, Arabic, so, you know, and because uh, language learning is not an immediate thing, people who register, they have to stay with us for, and, and who really want to learn it, stay with us for a year, two, three, four years sometimes. Well, we don't even have four years of um, time existing, but anyway. So the idea is that our people do not come to us because, oh, I need to learn how to say things in Portuguese exactly and correctly and be perfect. No, the idea is let's talk about the Portuguese way of thinking. Let's talk about how people who speak Portuguese communicate and what they favor in their communication. And by doing that, let's then finally have a mirror on which we can reflect our English thinking mode. Because the fascinating thing about learning a foreign language is that it shows you how your thinking is. Until you learn a new system, your system is the only thing there is. But then the more languages you learn, the more relative it all becomes, and of course, the more interesting. 
So I think this is an important thing to drill down into uh, the different language modes and how that actually affects the development of a culture and the behaviours of a society. Um, because some people who are who only speak English or who only speak a couple of languages might not um, understand that, and then that that's such a universal thing. But like for example, uh, my wife and stepdaughter. Um, speak Dutch uh-huh. uh, and Dutch is very very abrupt um, in the way they speak it's very very to the point whereas uh, English is sort of more fluffy and polite and it, it's to the point where Dutch se- can seem rude sometimes to an English speaker So, uh, but of course it doesn't to the Dutch when they're talking to each other. It's, no, a, pr- it's no. a practical way of speaking to each other. So is that sort of the sort of thing that we're looking at between um, the different language modes, how, how that is a part of culture? The language is a part of culture. It is, Gary, about being culturally, interculturally literate. It's about uh, recognizing the differences, knowing there are differences and not being affected by the differences. It's, it's being able to see difference as difference and even something that y- can enrich your own system and not as enmity. Because that's, that's the real challenge, I think, to us humans at the moment, is to see difference and embrace it instead of opposing it and thinking, oh, that's an enemy out there because he's not like me. So at Earth Diverse, we really, about like the, the, the expression, the phrase, culturally, interculturally literate is key to us, you know, it's key to what we are ab- about. Uh, and when, when we say, oh, um, Dutch is abrupt or German is dry or this is, of course, our point of view because of our system, because of the way we, uh, we communicate in English. So it's really about um, bringing Pakeha and people who have a more Anglo-focused way of understanding the world, helping, giving them a way to come halfway and meet migrants, cultures, and thinking modes. Because there is so much, there's, there's a wealth of, of uh, ideas and approaches, all just about learning a different language. That alone uh, can open up so many um, windows in your mind, things that you never thought. Sometimes it's a silly thing like, oh, in, Portug- in Japanese you can count things uh, with different numbers depending on the nature of the object. Mm. Or in Hindi, you have uh, the same word for yesterday and tomorrow, and f- for that matter, the same word for the day before yesterday and the same word for the day after tomorrow. So what happened with the linearity of time there, you know? Or uh, in Portuguese, um, you're just so relaxed with language structure now, so much that Brazilians and I think to some extent European Portuguese speakers, when they speak English, they have a hard time with the more uh, demanding structure of English. You know, so every language has in its structure, in its vocabulary, so it's it's 
its outlook on the world has something to us. And our purpose is to offer people the opportunity of getting to know that in a leisurely way, not as, oh, it's I got to do it, I have homework and I have to make it happen. It's really about entertaining and learning and opening up possibilities. That's a really exciting way to look at language as a philosophical consideration, Absolutely. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. R- rather than just the practicality of language, mm-hmm. it actually outlines the philosophy of of cultures and how cultures work and can help, as you mentioned before, cultures interconnect. Exactly. Understand exactly. each other. Yes, yes, because we are all human, right? We all speak languages, so there, <laughs> there's a common base. Uh, basis to all of us, you know, so why not explore that and see the commonalities and appreciate the differences? Yeah, so we are now term one uh, is starting on February 14th and uh, we are offering all these languages I mentioned. I might have forgot there's Farsi too starting now. Uh, Tamil, I think I said, uh, Japanese. There, there's an array of offerings that can all be checked on our website, Earth Diverse, one word, earthdiverse.org.nz. Uh, the registrations, we have two registration um, um, prices. We have waged and unwaged. People can contact me. As a, is it okay if I offer my? Absolutely. Yeah? I am at Christine. I'm Christina at earthdiverse.org.nz. I'm available to answer any questions. If there's anything I don't know, I can forward to the the, the, the person in the team that would be able to answer it. And like I said, we're growing exponentially. We're very pleased that people see the value of what we are doing, and we're really excited about this growth because because there's a lot of passion <laughs> in what we do, you know. Absolutely. Christina Schumacher from Earth Diverse, thank you so much for coming on the free breakfast. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Gary. Thanks for listening to this free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.